Well, each week we like to tell you what's happening at The Star, who are wonderful sponsors here of the Friday Night Program. We tell you about their hotels and their magnificent restaurants here in Sydney and Brisbane at the Treasury, also at The Star on the Gold Coast. But tonight we're focusing on the entertainment side of things, because one of the hottest musicals in Australia right now is coming to the Lyric Theatre in Sydney in just a couple of weeks. And it doesn't get more Aussie than this, Muriel's Wedding the Musical. Let me tell you, this will be the hottest ticket in town. The original production uh, took place back in 2017 and it was completely sold out. You couldn't get a seat. I tried. I could tell you they weren't available. But it is back, currently playing at Her Majesty's Theatre in Melbourne. It's heading up to Brisbane in mid-September for our 4BC listeners. But the next stop is here in Sydney, with previews playing at the Lyric Theatre from the 28th of June, a fortnight today, and then a strictly limited 10-week season. To book, the website is murielsweddingthemusical.com. As simple as that. I'm going to chat with one of the stars in just a moment. But first of all, let's get a little taste of the music. The seas, as gentle as can be, like a newborn baby sleeping. The water's sweet at 28 degrees, and all the fish are leaping. Take the breath of morning air, everything's perfect. Raise a light to dry your hair, everything's perfect. Ah, yes, it's very Aussie, very quirky indeed. Muriel's Wedding, the musical. I'll tell you a bit more about the writers of that music in just a moment because that bit's significant too. But first, to tell us a bit more about the show, I'm joined on the line by David James, who's playing the iconic role of Muriel's father, Bill Heslop. David, good evening to you. Good evening, Luke. How are you, mate? Very well. Muriel's Wedding, the musical. I don't think Australia has seen anything quite like this, has it? No, I don't think we have. Um, uh, you touched on in your intro. Uh, uh, it's it's still a delightful um, surprise to see a uh, an audience um, responding to uh, our particular accent, the way we speak, <laughs> uh, situations, places. I mean, indeed, from the from the point of view of doing it. You know, you're struck immediately by how different our own language sounds when you're singing in musical <laughs> theatre as opposed to the staple diet when you're nearly always doing an American accent or something like that. It, so is, so, it is a ripper, mate, yeah. So true. Just that piece of music we just played, one of my producers just said to me, it's weird hearing an Australian accent in musical <laughs> theatre, isn't it? So there you go. It is, it is. Yeah. But look, it's, it's, uh, it's been a delight. We've had a wonderful uh, run down here in Melbourne and... Uh, we're getting out just before the cold really bites. <laughs> <laughs> Good move. We can't wait to have you up in Sydney. The movie, of course, it's 25 years old now, I might add, but it's one of the most successful movies of all time. Tony Collette, Rachel Griffiths, Bill Hunter, who played the role you're playing here in the musical, The Grumpy Mr. Heslov. How difficult is it to replicate or, or I guess, pay tribute to such a successful film but in a very different format? It's a great question, Luke. Um from my own perspective, I made a decision early that I, 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 I wouldn't go and look at the movie again. I, of course, remember right. it too. Um, but Bill Hunter cast such a massive shadow over Bill Heslop that I, I think you've got to try and find your own way in. Um, 
And then, as you also touched on, the fact that this is a musical and therefore people are going to sing, including my character, uh, it does give it a point of difference. But I think the success of the uh, the stage show, and you touched on the fact that you could not beg, borrow, yeah. or steal a ticket to it first time. I was like you. I tried. I was up <laughs> in Sydney myself at the time couldn't get in. Um, that's, I think, the most wonderful aspect to it, that it's bringing a new take on it in a new uh, medium. Uh, so it's a great opportunity for people who are younger who may not be old enough to remember the movie yeah. uh, to be introduced to it for the first time. But at the same time, it does pay homage and is very authentic and, and um, uh, makes make sure it doesn't forget where it comes from. So all the famous lines from the movie, <laughs> uh, the famous scenes, uh, they're all still there. Indeed, many of the lines are exactly the same. I yep. mean, PJ Hogan wrote the, the book for the musical as well as obviously the film those years ago. So mm. it's a very uh, faithful uh, replica. It's... Uh, been updated uh, to reflect the times we live in now, and those those um, uh, updatings have really worked for the piece. Um, without obviously giving too much away, the uh, uh, the Instagram and social media, Facebook, yes. all of that is now front and center in terms of Muriel's aspirations, which really does give it a, an, an authenticity and a relevance to 2019, I guess. The songs, apart from the obvious ABBA music, which you'll hear plenty of in the show as well, largely written by Kate Miller-Heidke, who we most recently saw as uh, Australia's representative at Eurovision, but as distinguished career in music before that, they're just great songs, aren't they? They're ripping, mate. Yeah, I think um, uh, you touched on there was a, a piece called Making Muriel uh, on the ABC some time yes. back, which focused on not just the casting of the original Muriel, um, who is different to, to Natalie, who plays her in our production, but also took you through uh, Kate Miller-Heinke and her husband and writing partner Keir Nuttall's process with the music and just how difficult that was to find the style mm. of, uh, because I think their biggest fear was you didn't want people coming out and saying... Um, what were those rubbish songs between all the great ABBA songs? Uh, and they might have used a different word to the one I just used, but you get the point. Um, and I think they've exceeded beyond anyone's wildest imaginings, Luke. The, you know, the, the songs are memorable. They're toe-tapping. They're quirky. They're, they're, the lyrics are very much in the style, the quirky, funny style of the, of the movie. And uh, as a result, you know, it's it's just an outstanding opportunity for people to come back and re uh, revisit a story that they love, yeah. um, but in a, in a whole new environment. Brilliant production, brilliant cast, brilliant music. We've covered it all, but you must be excited to get up here to Sydney and the Lyric Theatre at the Star. It's just a brilliant venue. It's uh, it's a bit of a bucket list moment for me, mate. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I lived in Sydney 20 years. I'm, I'm in. I love the city beyond words, and many many great friends there. Um, albeit a, a, as a Melbourne boy, um, I've never played the lyric. I've played the Capital. I've played all the theatres in the Opera House. I've uh, been lucky enough to to do a lot of those things. But the one I haven't yet played is the one we're going to play this in. So that's a very exciting moment for me. And. Uh, mm. Obviously, with a song called Sydney in the piece, and Sydney itself is such an important character in the story, uh, in Muriel's journey, it's a particularly exciting thought to be able to 
bring the story home in many respects. Indeed, and we're going to play a little bit of that song shortly, but we can't wait to welcome you to town. It's Muriel's Wedding, the musical, currently in Melbourne, going up to Brisbane in September, so 4BC listeners, keep an eye out for that. But the next stop is here in Sydney at the Star at the Lyric Theatre. Muriel's Wedding, the musical.com is the place to go for all the tickets to see all the gang, including David James. David, thanks so much for your time tonight. Pleasure to chat, mate. Thanks.